0: Listening to
1: Fan Hold, a and podcast. Alright, folks, welcome back to Fanholes. We are continuing the guest extinction agenda this week. We've had a good time talking to various people that we know on the Fanholes podcast. I just really want to jump right into it this week, so I'm just gonna get the roll call out of the way. I am Tony, you know me as ChainClaw on the Bot Talk Forums.
2: Hey, this
3: is Brian, I'm breakdown.
2: Hey, this is Derek. You also know me as Derek WC. Hey, it's Mike. I'm Thunderwing. This is Justin, known as Grimlock.
1: All right, guys. Awesome. Thanks for being with me tonight. What we're going to do this week is a little different as far as the personality we're talking to. We actually have a female on Fan Holes.
4: Guys, they're only young once, but they can act juvenile forever.
1: This is a person we've known, actually, and I I hate to kind of out her on this. We've known her since. She was like maybe 13 or 14.
0: I was was 12. Well. There you go.
1: <laughs> we, we've kind of watched her grow up on the Bot Talk forums and she's returned into a, I would say, aspiring actress. You, if you go to Bot Talk, may know her as Kurobaco, but we know her as Paige or Alina. How you doing this week, Paige?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Not too shabby, not too shabby at all. Thank you for joining us this week.
0: Mm, My pleasure. My pleasure. Having my lentils, hanging out.
1: (laughs) Well, I I think that's what most of us do is eat lentils and, you know, chat on the podcast. Absolutely. Um, One of the reasons we wanted to kind of get you on board tonight Mm -hmm. is obviously you are a, dare I say, you know, female fan of like you know certain kind of geeky things which is kind of cool it's good to get a unique female perspective instead of just our you know normal fan hole perspective
0: gotta break up that sausage party you know
1: <laughs>
0: exactly gotta have a taco every now and then
3: <laughs> justin <laughs> loves tacos he does
1: <laughs> tacos and jaeger you live on it. <laughs> totally. Also, you have a little bit of experience in something that is very interesting to a lot of us. We'll get into that a little bit later, unless okay. you would like to maybe go into it right now. You actually uh, tried out for a, a voice in a video game, correct?
0: I did, yes.
1: Maybe share some experiences with that, like you know how that went, how that went on.
0: Oh, sure. Well, it was actually by accident. I've been in. I, I've always wanted to do voiceover since I was like. Eight years old, watching Beast Wars, which is to this day my favorite show. I, I've I've always wanted to do voiceover, so I, I became a musical theater major, and because I I'd read a lot of voiceovers are really good at musical theater. They they're able to sing, so I was like, I have to be able to sing. So I I, I was going to school in Chicago at Columbia College Chicago. We were reading out loud in one of my um, in in a Shakespeare class. We were just reading we were reading King Lear, which is my favorite. We were reading that out loud, and this girl walked up to me after after class and. She she's like you have a really great voice I was like oh thank you you know I I talked to this girl maybe three times she's like you know my husband is the audio engineer at blah 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 game company and I was like tell me more so she (laughs) said well we we are looking for local talent for the demo of a video video game that will go to E3 and I'm like oh my god what do I need to do what do you need and she said well we need just like a she's like give me your email I, I got an email from her husband and he sent me uh, the script and I, I have a voice coach that i've been working with th- that i had been working with for a couple months and so he took me into his studio and we recorded just a few of the lines a lot of like oh no you know duh, duh, duh. And, and then we submitted it and then i found out i got it and i i beat out girls in from la i beat out girls all around and i was like awesome and i wasn't sure if this was because i lived in chicago or if or if i was just really fucking awesome i don't know doesn't doesn't matter i got
3: it what's <laughs> the name of the game <laughs>
0: You know, I signed a release form that said that I, I couldn't really talk about it until the release of the game, and the game has not been released yet, so... Oh, okay. And, and it's been two years, so I'm really confused. They they only used me for the demo. They They later about... Eight months later, they they cha- I I saw a thing on I can't remember if it was on D four I think that they did like a little like thing for it, and it's completely different. They they got mm-hmm. different voiceovers, different characters. E- even like it, it was at the time, it was like a first person B movie horror western kind of a deal. And then and then now it's like a it seemed more uh, platform platformy. So but, okay. but, but I I don't I don't know for sure. So it oh, it was just it was the best time of my best thing I've ever done in my life. Like the, the audition was fun. And when I got it, like I pissed my pants, (laughs) everyone there was so nice, so helpful. It was just, it it was an incredible experience. I, I'm I'm so excited that I got to do it. And I, I I look forward to hopefully doing it again throughout my career and life.
2: (laughs) What's something that you would be kind of like your ideal project, like that you'd like to work on in the future?
0: Ooh, gosh! You know, I'm—I don't think I've ever really thought about that. I—I I mean, I—I I really enjoyed working on this because you know, I—I'm I'm a gamer myself, so I—so I knew how, how how a lot. Like, I—I I love Final Fantasy, so I knew how a lot of them sounded. I knew, I knew. Oh gosh, I—I I don't even know how to respond to that. I—I I don't know. I—I I mean, I, if
2: you got offered it, like a role in Final Fantasy, like, would that be the bee's knees? Like, would you oh. be? A-
0: Oh my Super excited. god! Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, think of the money. Think of the. I mean, can you imagine pl- playing as yourself? Like, like even though it's not yourself, but it's it's your voice in a video game. I mean, yeah, I would I would kill for something like that.
3: Being a Final Fantasy fan, I I don't think you could do much worse like than the voice actors oh. they've had if you were selected. So. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> Final Fantasy I I I I don't even I, I I put on the subtitles. I don't even have the sound on.
4: You shouldn't have brought him here in the first place. Yeah, but he needed our help. Excuses again.
5: Yeah, but. That's it. No more. Enough, Waka.
3: Right, like <laughs> Yuna especially. She was horrible.
0: Yeah, she's like she, like pretty much everything. Like it's okay. <laughs> oh my god shut up just shut up i hate you <laughs>
1: don't you love titus though and his his burgeoning love with you know you can just really feel the emotion like yeah, well you know they're Huna,
2: trying to, to squeeze be they're trying to squeeze an okay into hi so they, they don't have a lot of time they gotta go okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, you got
2: one syllable for two
0: yeah i i don't know it, it's it's not the writer's fault. To me, to me, it was the voice actress. I just I hate I hated her voice too. It was just so bland, and I, I know that character right. is, is supposed to be very you know sweet and 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 almost goddess like in her patience and blah blah blah. But I'm just I was so bored <laughs> by her. Not not to say that the actress, you know, I mean, if that's how they they interpreted the character or if that's how the director wanted her to sound, I don't know. Personally, I I hated that character and I hated the way she sounded. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. The...
6: <laughs> are those games dubbed? Like they were originally made in Japanese, or
0: oh yeah, uh, from what from what I understand, yeah, yeah, I, all of them were originally in Japanese and then dubbed in the U.S.
6: I totally know jack about Final Fantasy, so I'm just no, I'm just wondering because <laughs> I was gonna say I always hear this about like dubbing, like anything that like the technique is primary and the performance is secondary. So like you know that's mm. why a lot of dubbing sometimes sounds really not good. <laughs>
0: Right, right, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, as an anime fan, I, I've definitely been witness to some pretty embarrassing dubs. Do you, do you guys know My Neighbor Totoro? I mean, I'm, you guys know that, right? That yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the Disney version, you know, the one with Dakota Fanning and stuff. So, oh my God, is terrible. I hated it. Whereas the the original dub is actually really, really well done.
1: Yeah, Dakota Fanning I, was like I, 47 when she did that, right? <laughs>
0: Dakota Fanning, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry. As she is very She
4: is.
6: Funny. Yeah, she is very creepily adult in her oh. performances
2: usually, yeah. Mhm. It's just an ongoing no,
1: joke with my friends, sorry. No,
2: no. When you say the original dub, you mean just the original Japanese language, right? Or No,
0: actually no. Um in, in, there was there
2: was another dub before the Disney there, dub. Or? I
0: believe I I'm almost 100% positive there was. Yeah, because there was. I, okay. Oh, okay. Good okay i i thought i was going insane there for a second because the the original dub is the one i i saw when i was like 10 and i was like holy shit this is the greatest thing i've ever seen and and then i saw the original japanese version and i was like holy shit that's even better this is awesome and then i saw (laughs) i i I accidentally bought the disney version thinking it was the exact same thing and it was terrible it was just i just didn't i didn't feel it as much as i did the other two you know what i mean yeah
3: i had like a japanese film class college and this is dating myself but that was like 99 and we watched it so mm-hmm. if it was a disney dub she had to be like two or three and it was a hell of a performance if that's the case <laughs> but yeah i think i think there must be two dubs because dakota wouldn't have been old enough at that time
0: yeah i think i think she, i think this was in 2007 or 8 like it, it was actually really recent mm-hmm. you know i should look it up but yeah it was, it was pretty recent
2: it says Streamline Pictures did the exclusive dub, and then it was re-released by Disney with the new dub cast. So I'm not sure who, what that means, like what, you know, studio dubbed it, or, you know, if, we, if anybody. Let's see, because one has Dakota Fanning, and then the other one has somebody named Lisa Michelson. Mm-hmm.
4: So
2: I'm like... Yeah,
1: because I want to say, like, Disney's first actual release with Studio Ghibli, where they were, like, kind of working together, was either, like, the Wolf one or uh, Spirited Away, one of those two.
4: Mm-hmm. The, the yeah, that,
2: the that. it was the one before Spirited Away. It was the, God, what's that? The the one where all the industries, like, killing the world, What whatever that's called. The wolf.
1: Yeah, yeah the yeah. wolf one, yeah. I forgot what it's called, yeah, but yeah, it's that one. Because that, that was, like, the big thing at the time. Everybody was like, Disney and Studio Ghibli are teaming up to bring you horrible dubs. Rawr.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it was, it was uh... Princess Mononoke, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was, that, great. was yeah. that was the that was the first one that Disney did.
0: Was not Was it yeah. Gillian Anderson in that? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah it
0: was.
1: <laughs> That's just weird. I didn't see that. I didn't see Princess Mononoke. I saw Spirited Away, but yeah. Wow, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember back then I tried to make an effort to like see all those in the theater because I was living in LA and stuff like that and I was like, "Oh, it'll be cool to watch, you know, anime." you know on the big screen and stuff so anytime they release something like that like usually the the disney movies they'd have it i think it's the el capitan so like you just go down there and watch them and stuff Mm
4: -hmm. yeah
0: soon the forest spirit will let me rest forever all these years you have defended the forest spirit he must save you you
4: are not
6: fooling us ardo was beautiful and strong he would not have run from
4: anything you wolves must have eaten him
3: quiet watch
1: you say you filthy pig I'm actually a uh, was gonna we were gonna kind of ask you I'm probably all kind of curious sure well Derek maybe I'm not sure exactly of all the experience he's had as an actor but in like a voiceover recording session I mean like what I mean what all goes into it like you know like do you have to is it really just like take after take after take of trying to get it just
0: perfect and stuff well um. Yes. I mean, and oftentimes <laughs> what what we did was I, I went into the studio and they showed me a picture of my character. I just kind of like looked at like her hair, her eyes, the, the way like her her body shape. And I kind of tried to recreate what I, I feel like she would sound like. And we kind of played with that in the booth. And once we got in the booth, they gave me these giant headphones. I was in this soundproof box and they were outside. They they I had a script. I was given prompts like here. Hold on. I have a script here with me. Yeah. Okay. I' have a I have a script right here. this is this is from something completely different. but like they they would just be like, okay, we we want you to read this line. If you would just give it, like read it four or five times with different inflections, different emotions or whatever, that would be great. just just so like they can pick and choose what they want. So like so if if the line is yes, my lady, I would say something like, yes, my lady. Yes, my lady. Yes, so you just... my lady. Yeah, yeah. Just like different takes, different inflections, different uh, l- lyrical qualities to your voice, just so just so they can pick and choose what they want, you know.
5: So how different was the character's voice from your normal voice?
0: Pretty not not like. Here, let me see. Like, so here's my normal voice, and like, they wanted someone really bubbly, and sh- she's an acrobat. She, she's the, she's not the strong character. She's the like the more agile character. So I-, I, in my head, I was thinking, okay, she's probably she's that sprightly kind of tomboyish, but really like you know gir- g- kind of like she's feminine, but she's you know mostly a tomboy. So she'd probably be like, Pete. yeah, yeah, like each to their place. I pity you, but do not support your disobedience. You know, like like. La, 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 la. <laughs> okay,
4: sorry,
0: that was not a good. Re- But like, like you know, like like like, hey guys, just it's 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 like very (laughs) nasally, kind of annoying a little bit. What
1: was that? What was was that character in uh, Final Fantasy Ten? The really young one, dressed like Christina Uh, Aguilera.
0: What was her name? Oh my god, that doesn't even make sense to me. How do I not know that? Yuna. You got Yuna and. (laughs) Lulu. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Lulu, Yuna, and does it start with a K?
1: No, I want to say it starts with a. See, we're in the, next, the whole podcast is going to be us trying to figure this out. You know what? We all have the internet. Holy crap. Riku. There you go. Riku. Yes, she,
0: she was very much like Riku, just like that, like, hey guys, we're gonna go on an adventure and it's gonna be so much fun. I can't, la, 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 la. You know, that just that like, <laughs> point, bright, like little girl kind of.
1: Did you enjoy That's, playing that kind of character, or were you kind of like annoyed yourself, like, man, I'm
0: I'm really chipper. <laughs> I I actually I'm used to playing characters like that on stage. I I'm not often cast in 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 like an, a natural like like a a, a a realistic show. I'm often in a or a comedy or a parody and i i often play the the, the stupid girl or the slutty girl so that just kind of came naturally that kind of voice <laughs> so if you know what i mean <laughs> no but um
2: <laughs> and they're like can you play yeah, a slut yeah. And you're like dude i got this
0: <laughs> like all right we're we're cool guys we got this guys. hey Paige,
2: how how long was the like recording session like did you record most of your dialogue within the week the day the month like did it take a while and like if you were doing the character did you find yourself like cuz i know sometimes when i went into a studio and they had me do like a bunch of different characters like sometimes you'd come back in and you'd be like oh shit how did i do that again like yes, ooh, this guy yes
0: I, I had that problem we we did two days and there was like a a span of like a week in which like like the first recording was you know like on a monday and the next one was the, the following tuesday or something and i was just so and 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 they I I tried doing it again and they were like oh I'm a little less nasally this time y- you weren't as nasally this time and I was like oh shit I have no like I can't remember so so I think they played it for me again and I was like oh okay and then I, I was able to get it but yeah it was really hard. Trying you're trying to like match. re
2: recapture what you did that you know the previous day's work or whatever like yeah, yeah I remember that being kind of kind of funny but did you feel like the the direction was pretty cool like the way they sort of played back everything for you and tried to help you out or.
0: Weird. Oh my God the direction they they were so great I, I love to tell this story my favorite story so okay in a video game you you know you you die you know so they're like, okay well we need to have some death screams and I was like oh great, I'm totally ready for that So they were like, all right well we want you to go ahead and give us some screams. I was like, okay and this was like the last thing we did because I knew my voice was gonna be shot after this. So I did a couple screams. They were like, OK, can you make it more blood curdling? I was like, sure. And I was like, oh, you know, and I did some screams. And then they're like, OK, we want you to make this next one the color blue sexy, but like a werewolf is ripping out your throat and go. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, the color blue <laughs> ripping out my throat, but sexy. OK, so I just kind of made it kind of melancholy and then i i screamed and like pretended like my, my 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 throat was being ripped out and then i kind of like moaned at the end so I, I i think i think they were happy with it it was pretty it was really hard but it was it was fun like challenging it was really exciting so like,
1: ah, blue.
0: like th- this was this was like almost like a year a year and a half ago two years ago so i i can't remember quite how i did it but i remember just thinking in my head the color blue ripping out my throats you know <laughs> So it was just, it was really, it was, it was really fun. But they, they were great. Then that was actually
1: the uh, tagline for the next
2: Rockstar video game. <laughs> Ripping out your
0: throat. <laughs> the Sexy.
2: The
1: color blue. The
4: color
2: blue. <laughs> I remember we, we always used to have this stupid game in college with all the, you know, the theater majors or whatever. But huh. uh, it was basically just, we always used to have this line where we said, Jimmy's mom is a crack whore, but I don't care. But we'd always give everybody like, special directions when they had to say it. So it would be like, all right, you were in a relationship with Jimmy's mom and she stole all your crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, you know, and then somebody Mm -hmm. would be like, you know, and they'd say the line or whatever goofy ass shit it was. So I always remember that, that was kind of.
1: Funny. Thanks, Derek. Now I, I kind of want to play that game
2: on the like fanholes podcast. <laughs> give everybody directions. You know, you'd be like Wolverine, sliced up Jimmy's mom, and you know. <laughs> you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. I asked what what relationships I had to the other characters, and they gave me like a little bit of backstory. So, and yeah, yeah. That that is such a helpful exercise. It's weird. It's weird how helpful that is. You wouldn't think it would be, but it really is. So yeah, yeah. Good times uh-oh
6: <laughs> look like wolverine slice up jimmy's
4: mom
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way i actually that kind of leads into a question i had that we i didn't really think about till now mm-hmm. mike is one of our resident impersonators along with derek being that you have had a little bit of voice acting experience do you have any impersonations possibly that you can do?
0: Oh, you know, I my my forte is sadly not I'm not a good imitator. However, I do a really good imitation of this girl. Like like I, I, I when I imitate, I like to take elements of people's voices I find interesting or that I think, oh, this will be this will be great to use in in a in a setting like this. You know, do to do. do. But there there is a girl, I can do her voice so well that I I I think her boyfriend got really confused over the phone and she has a very distinct voice and it's kind of like her her cadence the way she speaks is very slow like like do you guys know the the, the author and poet Maya Angelou? Yes.
4: Yes. Um
0: she she speaks like her. She's this tiny adorable white girl like w- with this like this gorgeous wh- whitish blonde hair, but she she kind of has that slow cadence like Maya Angelou like she's speaking she, she's thinking about every single word before she, so so it's kind of like oh it's so it's so here look I'm going to read the back of this shampoo bottle. <laughs> so <laughs> So here you go, guys. Kind of like for all hair types, get hair into shape with the original leave-in <laughs> conditioner. And, that, and that's that's like literally how she talks. It's just it's very slow. It's it's kind of loud. It's it's like very nasal. It's not too high, but she's great. It's not it's not mocking. Like I. I'm so afraid to do it in front of her or other people because I'm terrified she'll think I'm mocking her, but it's, it's because I, I I just love her so much but sadly well, well, no I don't I don't do imitations very well I just like taking elements of other people's voices so
1: imitation is a sincerest form of flattery so I'm sure she would be you know okay with it
0: <laughs> well, I, I hope so I, I think she's great so
1: yeah it's like I can only do like certain lines
6: like you give me a line and I'll repeat it for like a day and then I can do it and that's about yeah. it
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: that and Dark side kills Mike <laughs> be
4: quiet don't <Tony.
0: laughs> who did that? Who did that? That's Mike.
6: I can only <laughs> do like one line before my voice fails me as dark or Dr. Claw slash sound wave slash dark side. <laughs> Peter,
1: like, Mike, can you call me later with that voice? <laughs> oh
0: my God. Yeah. No shit. That's awesome.
1: Anti-life equation shall be mine.
3: Awesome. <laughs> Being that we're all from a Transformers board, we're kind of all aware of what a big Beast Wars fan you are. Kind of curious if you had a favorite episode or toy. Oh, oh,
0: of course I do. I, You know, I am not very original when it comes to my favorite episode. I would have to say Code of Hero. I just, I am a huge Dinobot fan. I have my Transmetal 2 Dinobot with me here right now. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, I sleep, I sleep with him. I sleep with... <laughs> My Dinobot? That's the
2: luckiest Transmetal 2 Dinobot.
0: Please, right <laughs> I mean, I I just I I can't even remember when I got him. I just like he he came with me to college when I moved away. I, you know he I, I sleep with him and my Grover puppet that I've had since I was like one years old. So I I, I I love I love Dinobot. So he's my favorite toy. Although I do have a Transmetal 2 Megatron that is like the fucking shit, and I love. Love him, but he's in a box at home because I was afraid something would happen to him. As far as my favorite episode, I I would have to say Code of Hero because his, spoiler, Dinobot's death is so... That episode was just so well written. I love I loved all the, the, the Shakespeare quotations he did. And I love Scott McNeil, who voiced Dinobot, and I just he, he's like my idol. I, I think that some of his best work as that character was in that episode, so yep. I did would you, have to say Code of Hero.
1: Did you like the little Easter egg at the end? I don't know if you noticed it.
0: The one wait, wait, which one? The one where they're they're flying in the the formation or the one where rat trap is in his original form
1: there's a real fan for you guys she even knows the easter eggs
0: oh my god are you kidding fuck yeah i do <laughs> I, sorry i'm totally i'm totally nerding out right now i've got like a pocket protector i've got like all my, oh my. I, I can
6: i can out nerd all of you That actually wasn't an Easter egg. It was a legitimate animation error. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was Larry DiTillo, or one of the writers of that episode said, like, that was, as far as he knows, that's a total error, and he was like, they watched that scene, like, Dinobot's funeral scene, like, a million times in editing, and no one ever caught that until, like, it aired on TV, and they were like, we don't know how no one ever caught that.
1: Uh, Cool, so, like, I guess some some sides retcon, like, Oh, it's an Easter egg, I guess.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, it makes them look good. It's it's I what thought... I like to say about most of George Lucas's work. It's a happy accident. <laughs> I always
0: thought it, like, it, it it meant something about their uh, relationship or something. I always thought it was like a like a um it like of course he wasn't really back in his original form because that would be impossible, but I, I in my in my little like thirteen year old brain or whenever that was whenever that aired, I was like, Oh my god, that's how you know he feels you know, he's he's reminded of when they met and blah blah blah, you know. I, I don't know, I thought it was like a psychological okay. reason. I'm yeah, for booting up cold.
6: <laughs> well, I, I revel in chattering illusions, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm trying to sound more intelligent than I am, so. Meh. No,
6: it's okay. Uh, it, it, it could have it could have very well been. I mean, it was just the writer saying it, so you know the animators could have snuck it in, but you know.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure you're right. It just to, to to me, I was like, it means something really important, you know. But, well, that's yeah.
2: that's pretty much goes for anything in art, you know. It's how people. Yeah see it and what they take away from it so
0: yeah yeah. so yeah i i do love my dinobot
2: so uh for the record how much do you love skybite
0: oh my god you know i love skybite it's it's been ages since i've seen that robots in disguise oh my god that's embarrassing i have not been a good fan i have not been good i'm like blushing right now well it's not your
1: fault saban has the rights to it and they are being kind of jerkwads about releasing it and whatnot
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: I think I think there's only like a UK DVD release at this point. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's ever been released in the states. So. That's a
0: shame. That 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 was that was a pretty good show. I mean, it was no Beast Wars. Don't like don't don't confuse that. I love it more than Beast Wars, but I you know I really enjoyed it. I I like Skybyte, so you know, and I like Ty. So.
1: Did you ever see this was a toy made just in Japan?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's not
1: even really a toy. It's a little statue. Possibly one of the most disturbing images I would I would say. Uh-huh. There is little mini statue set they released, and it's Ty, or, you know, the little holographic girl who's in the show. Yeah, yeah. And she's taking a bath, and various robot in disguise characters are kind of perving out in her, and Sky bites in the bathtub with her like a little rubber ducky, and he's, like, coming out of the water like, you know, hey – and it's a little disturbing.
0: Okay, where can I buy <laughs> this figure? <laughs> uh, because that sounds like it needs to be displayed on my wall. That sounds incredible.
1: Just, I'm trying to think of the series. Brian, do you know it offhand? Because it, it, it was the one that had, like, Devastator from the movie and, like, Frenzy and Rumble with the pile-driver arms. It was all part of that little set.
3: Well, it was, like, Hard Hero only the U.S. statues, or is that part of that?
1: No, they were really tiny. They weren't... Oh, okay. Uh...
3: They
2: were, like, little PVCs, right?
1: Yeah, they they were... I can't for the life remember they were they were made it as, as a set. And that was just one of them. It was the only robots in disguise or as it was known in Japan, car robots figure made in the line. The rest of them were like G one figures. But it, it really is kinda cute, but also Oh oh wait. There oh, you go. A... Yes.
0: Alright, I'm clicking on it. Holy wow, shit. <laughs>
6: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh wow. It wow. Is like... That is it's really
6: even weird. more disturbing than you
2: described.
0: That <laughs> yeah, is
2: Wow-y. yeah Yeah, Prime Prime looks pretty creepy there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he
0: he's too, just like peering over.
2: over the rock.
0: Why is he all red? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm done. Yeah, he's... he.
6: Oh, and it, it it was designed by the guy who did Kiss players. What a surprise! Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I,
0: I I saw Optimus and I was like I was like why is he red? Because I I I thought he looked like optimal Optimus Prime from Beast Wars, but he's you know of, of course a fire truck. And I forgot that. Oh. that. So, oh my so, god! Yeah,
1: it's it, like I said. It, it really dances the line of, oh, that's kind of cute until you like really look at it, and you're like, eh, I feel kind of dirty now.
0: <laughs> yeah, kiss. I I I only just discovered kiss players like a year ago, two years ago, or or I uh, wh- wh- where was it? Or was it? Wait, wh- did you guys introduce me to it?
1: It was on bot talk. We we made lots of fun of it. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: I can't. I can't even remember. I just remember being like, "Oh my god!" Because it's it's the one where they get their pow. The the transformers get their power from 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 a kiss from a young girl, right? Yep.
4: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. And
0: yeah. then and then the young girl is like somehow magically transported inside of the transformer in this like creepy gooey amniotic fluid, and she's naked. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, that, that's pretty damned
6: <laughs> we were we were actually just last week when we were talking to Professor Smooth, he was saying like in Japan that even like the Japanese are like, oh America's gonna think we're weird when they
1: see these <laughs> things. Oh man! Did like, I think we crossed the line? Yes, yes we did.
4: <laughs> oh my
1: god! Yes, if any of you uh, listeners are interested in kiss players, stop it. <laughs> 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 Just saying that is not something you want to get into. Speaking of Beast Wars, since we're getting all into it and everything like that, do you actually own any of the DVDs, or do you have any of them on copy or anything like that?
0: You know, I I have, and this is, this makes me feel bad. I I do have. I did download the full series online, but I do own. I think season two and three. On DVD, but season one is really exp- it's like forty bucks, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I have good news for you. Shout yeah. Factory, who just released the G1 sets not too long ago, is re-releasing all the Beast Wars sets in the near future. So you might be able to get a hand on that elusive season one.
0: Yes. Okay. Good because it is so expensive, and I, you know, I do have I do have them downloaded, but I but I would really like to you know support something I love so much. So I I would love to get season one officially. So.
1: Yeah. We were, yeah we were, we've we've all been pretty happy with the Shout factory sets for those of us okay. who missed, because I think, Justin, you said you missed some of the Beast Wars ones, too, right?
5: Yeah, I'm kind of like Paige. I never bought the DVD sets of Beast Wars just because, well, especially in my area, they were so expensive, I just kind of passed on them. Oh, I different. did, I think I did have, like, Season 2 used at one point, but even then, the used DVD was pretty expensive, too.
1: Yeah, so so not just Paige and Justin, everybody, keep a lookout on those Shout Factory Beast Wars Commemorative sets coming out. They're usually Thank cheaper, too, than the ones that Rhino did. Rhino was kind of expensive in their releases. Mm-hmm. All the G1 episodes there was one season one two season two and one season three and four together they're all 20 bucks so i imagine it's going to be about the same price point
2: yeah and then and then also they have those sets on the the, if you get them directly from shout factory like i just ordered the japanese like the complete you know not just the headmasters but the complete japanese series and it was like i don't know like 50 bucks or something like that but like if you, you know, you go to the site, you could do the same thing, I think, with Beast Wars, too. Like, I think when Season 1 comes out, you can also order, like, the complete series if you wanted to. That's cool.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Glad I was able to give you a little bit of little knowledge there. It was, it was actually already excited for it, but I was like, you might not even know they're coming out,
0: so... <laughs> Did I, well, I've been such a bad fan lately. Like, I, I, I only I only just graduated from college, so, of course, I'm, like, dirt poor. I've got student loans about to pour in, so I haven't been able to be in touch with all my, my nerd loves. So I feel really dirty now. Really well, uh... speaking,
2: speaking of dirty, we were just wondering about characters in, I guess, you know, geek fiction or popular fiction. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to ask, from a female perspective, how you feel about the sexualization of certain characters I know we've sort of discussed it in regards to maybe comic books in the past but I mean this could maybe apply to things like the tie you know statue figurine that we just saw or even somebody like black arachnia or something like that you know the relationship with silver Bolt or whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah we were just curious like what's your kind of take on that like do you think it presents them as stronger do you think it presents them as weaker do you just take each character on its own as they come
0: well i okay in 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 shows and stuff i guess in in beast wars black Arachnia, of course is extremely like i mean hello she, her tits are like you know <laughs> triple million d you know she's got like a nothing weight <laughs> like awesome hips she's you know a very sexual character but i i think that makes her very strong now the fact that she automatically of course has has to have a relationship with one of the male characters I I don't think it sh- I don't think it has to be that way but I, but I've noticed if there is a female in 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 the show in the episode something that, that one of the characters is going to fall madly in love and there's probably going to end up being a relationship that's what happened with Airazor and Tigatron I mean th- what was the point of that like out of fucking nowhere Tigatron's like yes my love blah and then they're like blasted by the vok into the moon like what the <laughs> f-? there was no point there was no reason for that
2: well other than their toys were going to be discontinued Well,
0: that. <laughs> that. But, and, but I, and i
1: also gave like hasbro a reason to be like hey you know what tigers kids love those hawks kids love those let's put them together
0: well, no, 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 I, I don't mean their death. I, I mean, I mean, I mean them like as as like a sexual couple. It just didn't. Yeah. And it didn't make sense for her as a character because she she's this very she had some of Cheetor's, you know, some of his because in that episode, like he like somehow had to like boot her her spark up or something, if I remember correctly. And, and so she I feel like she retained a lot of his personality aspects. You know, she's got this like tomboy edge to her. And if you I mean, I'm sure you've noticed like her tits are like barely existent in comparison to like in comparison to. <laughs> to black arachnias but of course you know she has to find her man you know and i i I think that's really stupid whereas black arachnia being extremely sexual and being powerful in her and, and and comfortable with her sexuality in general is totally fucking awesome and i love that And, of course, I don't mind the fact that she ends up with Silverbolt. I think it's very sweet. It's very funny.
1: Does that mean you were kind of let down in Beast Machines, where she kind of flipped the switch and was just like for most of the series, oh, I've got to find my boyfriend, Silverbolt. He's still a good guy.
0: Beast Machines was just one big disappointment. (laughs) Like, that whole, like, I remember, like, just, like, I remember, like, crying when I heard about Beast. I, I was so excited that Beast Wars was gonna sort of kind of continue and all of my favorite characters and all my favorite voice actors and I couldn't wait. And then what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and for in, in, in Beast Machines. I, I was. I was very I was very let down. Well her character design, a lot of people were really pissed because like her, you know, tremendous amazing boobies turned into like these little like nubbins. <laughs> and you know, and I I actually thought her character design was pretty interesting. Uh, I it didn't make sense to me that her her form was completely different. I I I think they should have kept aspects of her former character design, but 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 I thought what they did was interesting. As far as her like like even Rat Trap, just completely different. The the real Rat Trap would never ever you know g- go to the other side because oh i'm in a wheelchair win no way, no way. <laughs> i refuse to believe it i refuse to believe it rat trap i mean for all of his faults and for all of his you know blah, 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 i i think he he's probably you know one of the most loyal maximals i i, I just it, it just sorry like even even now it's like eight, what eight years later and i'm still pissed i'm still pissed off <clears throat>
6: No, what I always, what I always say is, whenever I just think of that episode, I, I always say, "Rat Trap, what happened to better dead than Fred?" <laughs> yeah, what happened
1: to that man. Absolutely. That actually kind of reminded me of another point you were making about the whole, you know, man, you know, has woman, and woman must find her mate line from the song. What about Botan- Botanica? They like brought her oh, in as a new uh, character, and then soon, uh, as soon as they could, they threw her with Rat Trap uh, as like a couple.
0: You know, I, I was kind of hoping you would not mention botanica because, <laughs> because i like to pretend she didn't exist yeah, exactly exactly as soon as soon even i was like oh i was like 14 15 as soon as she popped up like i'm botanica i was like ah shit i was like oh, shit. we don't need another one of you to come and, 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 and like i need a man and of course they they did try like she's such a forgettable character that they, they tried to make it seems to me they tried to make her they try they tried to make her an intelligent powerful character not not powerful in her sexuality but powerful in her confidence as an intellectual which i thought was really great i actually thought she was going to end up with optimi- optimus i really did because they 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 were very similar to me and then all of a sudden she and rattrap are making out in beast mode what the fuck of <laughs> <laughs> to make out in- are you shitting me? My god! And so like, and and there it is, rat like this rat face who and of course I fucking love rat traps, so this is not against rat traps. But he's he's like making out with this like flower lady as, as a rat and a flower, and it's just weird. Like I just it's, it borders on like furry. It was so out there, and I I felt dirty. Like I needed a shower. I I remember that feeling, and I couldn't even. I was just sh- floored. Like I, I was like, 14, 15. Floored that they that they would ew uh, why
2: so so where does Obsidian and Strika fall into the whole Page Hammer of man needs a woman ah thing
0: oh my God they they were so forgettable I don't even remember them very well I just remember I remember oh my God yeah I I'm so sorry I've tried to block out Beast Machines from my <laughs> it, it upsets me to think about it I remember. Skybolt. I'm sorry, right? I brought it up. No, 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 no. no, no this, this is fun. So Skybolt, right? What is is actually?
1: I Jetstorm. I think you're thinking Jet, it. Out.
0: Skybolt. Who the fuck? Yeah, Jetstorm, and then and then who turns out? Who's who's Waspinator? Turn, the Thrust. Thrust, and then Rhinox is Tanker. That's right. Oh my god. Ah.
6: we could fill joke. an entire episode with Beast Machines hatred. I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh yeah. my gosh, you could. Easily, please. If if you have a whole episode, invite me back because I could I could <laughs> I could talk about it all day. How angry and how hateful it makes me. So
2: Speaking back of the, the sexuality <laughs> thing, I was just gonna uh, mention did you did you know that in Japan in Beast Wars, Tigatron and Airazor, like they turned Air Razor into a male in the Japanese version of that, like when they dubbed it?
0: So are you, like, you know talking checked
2: before how you thought like, he was gay? kind of more like a tomboy or whatever yeah. no that's the thing I, I i don't know exactly how it came down like i i'm assuming it's all just in the dialogue and maybe they you know you're just supposed to like what ignore it the-
6: was they they kind of played air razor as sort of like tiger like robin kind of like batman and robin uh-huh. almost
1: uh-huh. i guess I, I, I could kind of see it when they like grab hands and instead of like i love you dearest it's like don't worry, old chum. We'll get out of this one.
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, pat no. him on the butt. <laughs> I, think, I think I think it would be great to have gay Transformers. I mean, why the fuck not? You know, I mean, I mean, if they're, you know, if 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 Transformers who I, I, they don't even. You mean um, Takai
6: Transformers? What? <laughs> <laughs> that took me a second too. Oh,
0: wait, wait, wait.
1: Decay, so... yeah, George Decay. Okay, got you.
0: Oh, Decay. Right. Okay. Like they don't even procreate with, with, like, like through, you know, sex, right? Like they, it. I mean, it's it's more like a merging of the sparks rather than like a sex thing. So why not have gay Transformers? I think that would be great. I'm not oh, a
4: big
1: big fan of like G1 as far as. Is like a lot of the knowledge and stuff, but was it IDW or was it just Dreamwave that rumored or bandied about the idea of just turning Sunstreaker full gay? Dreamwave,
6: Dreamwave. Well, Dreamwave pretty much said, or one of the Dreamwave creators was like, after Dreamwave collapsed, he was like, oh, by the way, we always planned on making Sunstreaker, or Sunstreaker was always gay in those comics, but we were never gonna come out and say it, and we we're everyone was like, oh, okay, well that's yeah, oh, God. that never was really evident or you know,
2: pertinent yeah. to the storyline, but whatever. So, what, him and Trax are going to make out somewhere? Or what? <laughs> hey, Trax isn't gay. He's just yeah, that, like, warm
6: harb- lockjaw type. Yeah, you keep telling me. I you- do say. <laughs>
1: truck <laughs> isn't gay he's just very very affluent <laughs> exactly
0: yeah i i'm not I, sadly i'm not familiar with g1 i i that was just before my time sadly i I've, i you know to this day i'm still meaning to get into it i have some friends who are who are really into it and i i i need to i need to just sit down and fucking watch it
6: i was gonna say what, what we were talking about like the woman needs her man like there's an episode of g1 where, like, they introduce, like, a a band of female Autobots on Cybertron, and no sooner do they do so, do all the guy Autobots on Earth go to Cybertron, and they're like, oh, all the females are paired with all the guys. Yeah. It's like all their girlfriends. (laughs) Oh, isn't that sweet?
1: Yeah, they're like fighting the whole episode, and like they're like, "Oh, Ironhide, glad you came back. We hadn't had a date in a hundred million years. Yeehaw! <laughs> it was pretty. Oh, and and it, four it's a... million
2: years without Auto Man." <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Alpha Trion just will not take the cyber Viagra. <laughs> the, the worst thing about the episode is really funny because it, it again goes into the sexuality though, because Alita one is in it. She is designated Prime's girlfriend pretty right. much. Like Yeah. He he. Okay. You, you're you're aware of her. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 Well, at, at the end, she's like, you know, I can save you if I use my, you know, special power, because apparently all Transformers have a special power, or just her. I don't know. Right. And her special power is screaming real loud, which, you know, all the guys are like, yeah, I know. Women never do that. Hot. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh-huh. And the thing that's really stupid, though, is her special power kills her. But she comes back to life because it's a kid's cartoon. But still, that's her special power. I can use it once and I die to save my man. So...
0: And... Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an interesting episode. I mean, it's a self-struct button
0: that she pushes that like like we'll take her life force and put it in him
1: it was no, like it was,
0: what?
6: it was like a, was like time, a time freeze, freeze. yeah
0: huh.
6: i i was going to say though that would really put a damper on like mirage or something if if every time he turned invisible he like died
1: <laughs> <laughs> bro like, he turned invisible you and you get gets the turned enemy line?
2: power one like uh, <laughs> evie garland does it once and she puts her fingers together and then she kills over and has a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> Wow, an out-of-this-world reference. Never thought I'd see that on here.
1: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! That was way before your time, Paige. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm so out of it, guys. Sorry. <laughs>
1: uh, it was just a just, really silly uh, syndicated show where this alien girl could put her fingers together and freeze time. And wackiness ensued. Ah. Much wackiness. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Actually, since we're just having so much fun talking about uh, Transformers and Beast Wars and stuff, let's just go ahead and do the roundtable right now. We're all going to kind of jump in and chip in on this one. I am going to go to Paige first. On Beast Wars, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier Uh with, like, Code of Hero and stuff, but who's, like, your favorite Beast Wars character or toy? Like, what... Which one, like, you know, let's throw out the whole like you're on a desert island and you can have one toy or you can like watch one episode with this one character featured and oh. that's your that's your that's your one.
0: You know that is so like I'm, I'm like I Beast Wars. Okay, this is this is really nerdy. I Beast Wars is such an has such an emotional connection for me because I, I grew up on it. Like I when I first saw it, I was like I, I I want to do that. I want to be a voiceover. Like this is what and to this day, you know. So um, it's it's been a huge it's had a huge impact on me all of the characters but but for different reasons like op- okay Optimus I I had a huge I I'll say it I had a big fucking crush on Optimus Primal, <laughs> okay come at me bro you're going to you, you hate don't be hate <laughs> cuz I love Optimus Primal. I think I think he's very Gary Chalk the voiceover, um I I just I think he's has a very sexy voice Have
4: you anything to say I'd say that's pr-
0: to this day, like, I, I find men who are kind of short and stocky, like Optimus, really attractive. My boyfriend <laughs> reminds me of Optimus Primal. That guy looks better. like
3: a gorilla. He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: like a gorilla per se. <laughs> By the way, Paige,
1: let me do you a favor. If you ever have a chance to watch Nick Fury with David Hasselhoff, first of all, don't watch it because it's a bad movie. But also, you see Gary Chalk in live action, and it may kind of crush your dreams, so don't watch that movie.
0: Oh, I won't. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What, what movie was it? Just so I don't watch it at all ever.
1: It's the it's Nick Fury telefilm. They actually made a Nick Fury hey, Marvel Jerry character.
2: Nick talks been in like tons of movies. Like, yeah, he's, he's to, in like, uh, everything. He's in
5: Stargate a lot and Freddy vs. Jason. He's he in, was in Watchmen. Batman.
0: Are you shitting well, yeah. me? Yeah, I didn't
1: know this. Yeah. yeah, he's a, he, he's a he's very much a character actor. I just that was like the first time I ever saw him because it was like after Beast Wars had pretty much ended. That's when that movie came out. And, like, he comes up and he starts talking to David Hasselhoff. And I'm like, what the hell is Optimus Primal talking to David Hasselhoff? Anymore?
0: <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> Gary
2: Chalk is short and stocky. So you never know. <laughs> Paige might totally yeah. still have the hots for mm, Yummy, <laughs> yummy. Can't rule uh, it out.
0: But I, uh, so so of course, you know I I have a big you know big crush on Optimus Primal to this day. I I love Rat Trap. I mean he's 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 the comic relief. He's you know the 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 bomb ec- expert. The, mecha- the the one of the mechanics. I I love him in Code of Hero. Breaks my heart the relationship between he and Silverbolt. The relationship between he and Dinobot. Of course he and Rhinox. I I love I love Dinobot. I mean like I said I have a Dinobot toy that. If I had to choose the toy, it would probably be this Dinobot toy because it's been with me for so long. You know, I love I love Rhinox. I and of course Wasp. but who who doesn't love Waspinator? If you don't love Waspinator, we we can't be friends because I, you know, anyone who doesn't like Waspinator is no friend of mine. Megatron is very just a character. I mean, he has all the best one-liners. I I think <laughs> Uh, you know, I I'm actually not that that big of a fan of Black Arachnia. I mean, I don't I don't hate her. I just I was like, big tits, awesome. Anyway, I'm about to say
1: besides her rocking tits, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean her tits are totally awesome. But I was just like, all right, man. I, I mean, tarantulas. Oh my god, love him. I, I I can't I can't possibly you know eat silver Bowl. Like it really it depends on the day. I I love them all. I can't I can't think of anyone that I was just like you know meh about you know kind even like your even family. On. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> I guess you could say that. Like I even Scorpionok who like barely lasted you know at all, it was, you know, had had value, I think.
1: He's the only loyal one in the whole crew.
0: <laughs> yeah, no shit. I actually almost named my cat Scorpionok cuz he he kind of has his tail kind of does this weird in
2: in Inferno like that. What's the matter with you, Tony? Well, he was a little
1: crazy, though. Like, at least Scorpionaut was kind of... The sane.
2: royalty! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually remembered him right when I said that. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot Antbot.
0: Antbot?
1: <laughs> That's what Waspinator always called him. Oh,
0: right. right, right. Oh, my God.
1: Hey, well, Scor- yeah. Scorpionox has got the
6: immortal... One. He's a smirker! Mangle!
0: <laughs> Smirk. Oh, my God. I... You know, I my my boyfriend is trying to get get into it. He's like he's like you know you talk about it all the time. You know I like I I I still talk about it. it's pathetic. He's like you talk about this all the time. Like I really want to see it. I can't show it to him because it's it has such an emotional connection for me. If he saw it and thought it sucked, it would be a deal breaker. <laughs> I would just be like, all right, you're you get out, go away, <laughs> get out, because <laughs> it's it's such a like if he didn't like, like it, I would be like, oh my god, this is such a huge part of my childhood a huge part of who who i am today it influenced me a, a, a great deal like and if he was just like this is stupid i'd be like whoa my <laughs> friend whoa you know I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't i just you know
1: just let the stabbings commence very,
0: very, pro- <laughs> very protective of my favorite show you know everyone has their favorite show they're protective of
1: <laughs> uh, well you know i think it's i think it's really refreshing that like you talk about beast wars and stuff like most people would not assume, you know, a girl would talk about it, you know. There's there's a really bad stereotype online of like girls just liking kawaii, you know, oh, it's so cute. And also, you know, sadly, you know, and I know you don't do this, but like a lot of slash fiction girls seem to like yeah, like yeah and stuff, right? Yeah, and it, it's it's mm. really refreshing that you you just you're just a fan. That's all it is. You're just a fan.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I've I've read Yaoi, I've read some Yaoi Dujinshi, du I've read some, you know, I, I've read slash fiction, and I'm just like, you know, okay, that's, you know, it's 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 cool that you feel this way, you know, uh, I I, <laughs> I personally don't think it's as as interesting as as talking about, you know, what we're talking about, you know, like the the, you know, how how we feel about the sexualization of characters, how we feel about how we feel about it as an art form rather than why didn't Optimus and Rat Trap fucking episode five
2: <laughs> <laughs> actually actually they they did we just didn't see it and i'm gonna go write about it right now <laughs> oh, like i i just,
0: i don't know i i i don't i don't hate anybody who writes or or is a fan of that kind of thing but i just know nah, that nah, nah, nah. but but i yeah. but i a, a lot of women like are really all about slash i i don't understand it but i you know i i who am I, you know? Who am I to say?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I am against Slash, so I say you're normal. That's just me, though. <laughs> I will take that stand. I don't care if the Slash writers
2: outrage and revolt
1: ah,
0: against
2: me. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Fan- panels does not endorse Yowie, Yaoi. Yow
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's cool. That's cool. <laughs>
2: Oh,
1: thank you, though, Paige. You know, and that's kind of cool that you were just like, you know, I know the question, but screw it. I love all the characters; they're just all awesome. So I appreciate you taking a stand on that one. How about you, Mike? I know you are a huge fan of Beast Wars. Like, which, which would probably be your favorite character?
6: Tarantulas is probably my favorite overall character from Beast Wars, just because if I were evil and skilled in the dark sciences, I would be Tarantulas. You know, I'd just be sitting in a cave, at my computer all day, laughing about my evil plans and stuff. So, you know, Tarantulas kind of appeals to me in that fashion. And he's his Transmetal toy is also my favorite Beast Wars toy. I also like Rhinox a lot. I think he's a real like deep character,
4: mm-hmm. like
6: a lot of like subtlety under the surface and stuff and he's got the coolest weapon in the series, of course. Yes. So, oh,
1: and, and uh the yeah. Doom.
6: I like I like Depth Charge a lot, even though he's a real, like, clichéd character, at least, like, it's a cool cliché. And as an honorable mention, I like Razor Beast from the comics, just because, like, Simon Furman kind of wrote him as, like, a competent bumblebee, which is kind of cool, so. But, yeah. And my favorite episode, as I mentioned several podcasts ago, is The Agenda Part 2. Not Part 1 or 3, Part 2. Just because yep. it has the most, the highest concentration of cool moments, I
1: think.
0: I agree. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, that that episode was pretty much a fan love letter for all the G1 fans.
6: Like that. I, I just liked like the scene where Primal is like yelling at Silverbolt. I thought that was a really good scene, and yeah. And, and yeah, like death, well, quote unquote death, where he gets like vaporized, but then he comes back like in at the beginning of season three. So, but
1: you know. <laughs> Yeah. That's cool. We'll go to Brian. I know you're having a little bit of issue with storms in your area. Brian, can you still hear us?
3: Yeah, I'm okay. Haven't been hit by lightning yet. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) I had to stop Uh, playing golf, but I'm good now. It's no no
5: Ragnarok. It's not storms, it's the rapture.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Just a couple hours late. (laughs) We talked about, I think I mentioned this on the podcast where we did Beast Wars before, but uh, actually kind of like Mike then, I'd mentioned that from the comics at least, Razor Beast was probably my favorite character. And as far as the toys, he's probably my favorite toy too. I really like all the basics from Beast Wars. From the show, it's probably going to be Rat Trap just because he was really humorous and, I don't know, it was really refreshing for him to come along with a joke during a tense situation.
1: Yeah, and unlike, you know, a lot of other childhood, like, you know, TV shows, Rat Trap was actually funny. It wasn't just like, oh, I got my tail caught in a trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was actually yeah. you know, a good yeah, yeah. snarky, snarky little line. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of want
2: to. I kind of want to see that Rat Trap show now, though.
0: <laughs> do, do you remember? Do you guys remember when um, I forget which episode it is? I wish I could remember, but it's the one where Silverbolt comes back from 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 actually seeing Black Arachnia, and Rat Trap has his suspicions, and he's like, "So, Silverbolt, did you find any new positions?"
4: And it, <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, like <laughs>
0: Watching it years later, I'm like, "Holy shit, he's talking about fucking!" Oh my lord! <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Couldn't even believe it.
6: Yeah, I was but, really surprised they got that through. Yeah, yeah. There, think... There's a couple lines yeah. like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. He said he said another one. I can't think of it right now, but yeah.
5: And there's one where he's like talking about some kind of bar or something on Cybertron, and just something about like, you know, fembots without their torso plates or something or something yes. like that. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, my God.
5: And Cheetor's, right. Cheetor's totally oblivious. He's like, let's go to the four lasers over Cybertron. Rattrap's like,
1: uh, no, no way, kid. <laughs> I always did like the, not to cut anybody off. Uh, as far as like my favorite episode, it wasn't. But since you're t- talking about the whole, you know, Rat Trap being kind of blue, I always like the episode where Cheetor gets like his Transmittal 3 upgrade. And it's very much, if you watch it again, a parallel to... Not just him becoming more powerful and more quick and you know, brah. It's actually about him turning into a horny teenager.
0: <laughs> oh, duh, duh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He,
2: he liked he liked the
3: rocket tits.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's <laughs> all he about had like black
3: a black Racket poster in his room and stuff too. Ugh,
0: creepy. <laughs> and like and like he won't he won't hug Optimus. He, he's like get away from me. And then Ratchet's <laughs> like ah cyber puberty. And I was just like ah. Blah. I actually didn't like that episode very much. I, I think I think his transmetal two form is really ugly and creepy looking. I, I think it's not attractive at all. Not, well, you not that you don't like it matters, but you don't
2: like a humpback well, that, saber sort of, tiger. Come on. <laughs> that it kind of fits with puberty, though, doesn't it? <laughs> not exactly puberty, yes, are like you? Right
1: through,
2: your- why are my hands
1: so big and why am I so ugly? And, ah. <laughs> what,
2: what everybody else goes through. What has biology done?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, what about you, Derek? Yeah, yeah. we'll just go ahead and skip the favorite episode because we've already done that before. But what, what was your like favorite toy or character I guess we should go with?
2: Well, I think I think the last time on the other episode I mentioned uh, Transmetal 2 Megatron was probably my favorite Beast Wars toy just because I thought it kind of reminded me of G1 Grimlock and it looked like a pretty nice solid toy and it was easy to transform and easy for me to actually commit to memory the transformation as opposed to most of the other sports I bought. Okay. Yeah, and he, did, he had roller skates. And then as far as favorite character, I'm going to I'm gonna stick up for my man Cheetor because I, I like Cheetor. And I, even as far as into the Beast Machines era, I mean, he was like the one guy that I could kind of hold on to during all that mess because he kind of, I don't know, I, I've always liked Hot Rod and Rodimus and the whole kind of journey they take and and to me it seemed very akin to that you know he started out as a young punk kid and you know by the by the end of beast machines it was almost like okay well now he's gonna be you know looking out for all these you know idiots on yeah. plant they made him really be a in um,
3: beast machines.
2: They are, you know
1: i must say actually as far as beast machines sucking that is true but cheetor did get treated a lot better than hot rod rodimus prime did in season three
6: Right. I was going to yeah. say, Cheetor probably had the most realistic and flowing character development from Beast Wars into Beast Machines, so like, yeah, everyone that, else that, was that... like warped in different directions, but Cheetor kept going straight forward, pretty yeah. much.
2: Yeah, that that was the only thing I kind of appreciated about all that, because he seemed to have a straight sort of path. Yeah, it wasn't like, you
1: know, what are you going to do in Beast Machines, Cheetor? Oh, I'm, I don't know, friggin... I like playing ping pong all the time now, (laughs) why you know?
2: Ping pong with Megatron's head.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, what about you, Justin? What what about your favorite character or favorite toy from the Beast Wars? Favorite character would be uh, Megatron. I guess
5: kind of for Derek's reasons, too. I was, uh, obviously, I'm a big fan of Grimlock from G1. So when I started watching Beast Wars, I thought it was really cool that Megatron was a T-Rex. And he always seemed like the most competent villain from Transformers thus far. Like, he... He could actually put the transformers in some actual peril, so that's why that's why I like him. And also, anytime he's on the screen, or anytime he's on the screen, he's he's pretty delightful to watch, actually.
1: Yeah, he had like a lot of personality. He actually, you know, wasn't just like I'm evil, Gar. You, know?
5: you know, plus he had like a lot of interesting character ticks, like the whole thing with the rubber ducky I always thought was pretty funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, of course, there's always the yes. Like he did like his baths. <laughs> yes, he did. He's a very clean robot. It's very clean. I'll go ahead and do mine real quick. I hope this is the same one as I said last time. Sometimes I do kind of change my mind from week to week to month to month. I probably will still always say Raptrap as far as mine. He was really funny. I think one of the reasons I really liked him, though, is like Cheetor and Optimus, you know, had a lot of cool badass moments and stuff. But Cheetor, he just had those kind of cool James Bond moments, you know, where... He'd give that little look and, like, you know, a Predacon would look behind him and there'd be a bomb behind him and he'd be like, hey, hey, gotcha, you know, (laughs) and he just had this kind of style to his coolness instead of just being like, I killed you with my gun, you know, he'd be like, he was a smart, you know, and quick type of personality instead of, you know, (laughs) I'm just a a badass with big muscles and, you know, all that stuff. I I like the whole victory through intelligence aspect of his character.
3: Yeah, (laughs) he's sneaky like a rat.
1: Yeah, exactly. As far as toys, again, this may like vary from my last comment. Right now, I'm going to go kind of off-kilter, and I've really kind of grown... Oh, I, actually... I remember last one I said it was Baboom, but I've actually kind of been messing around with this figure lately, and I've actually kind of grown, get more favor towards him, and this is going to totally kind of not fit with the Beast Wars canon. I really like Leo Convoy. It's a big, huge toy. It is still Beast Wars, technically, and... He's a cool toy. He's really big. He's a lion, and, you know, I figure if we can say Razor Beast from the comics, we can throw in Leo Conboy from... Yeah, uh, he
2: counts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I always remember thinking he looked like a really... I never, you know, I never really got any of the Japanese imports, but I always thought he looked kind of cool. You know?
1: Yeah, he is pretty, he's pretty cool. He, he 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 melds well. I mean, a lot of people like Big Cowboy. That's the, the woolly mammoth. And he looks really cool transformed, but he's a kibbley son of a bitch. He just has parts flying everywhere. You can stand him up and look at him and be like, that's a cool toy. But if you hold him for five seconds, he's got, like, legs kicking him in the face, and his tail, like, from his gun is swatting him in the back of the head It's just a mess. You can actually
6: form his woolly mammoth mode by taking all the panels off his robot mode and just forming it as, like, sort of a pretender shell. That's, like, how kibbley he is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty bad. He's a cool toy as far as how he looks, but yeah, he's he's pretty damn kibbly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously, Paige, we could talk to you about Beast Wars all night. You, I, I love your enthusiasm for it. It's kind of, kind of is.
0: I'm I'm loving listening to because I I don't get to I don't get to talk to people about this too much day to day, so this is great. They need um, to
3: make like buttons to put on your shirt. Talk to me about Beast Wars or something. I know,
0: <laughs> I, know I do I do.
3: Now I don't know if you would uh,
1: appreciate it as much because it's not a lot of the show characters, but uh, Mike is a big comic book fan as is Derek. I am sometimes I think mean, Justin may have gotten these issues and Brian maybe too I don't know how many of you got the Ascension I know I know for sure Mike did, but it mm-hmm. actually was there actually was beast Wars comics put out by i d w yeah yeah did you actually get any of those
0: I didn't I didn't i i'm I'm really really poor so <laughs> I, I I could only like i I taped i I, I have on videotape. Every single episode of Beast Wars, whenever an episode would come on, on Fox, kids, I would tape it because I knew whenever it came out, I wasn't going to be able to buy it for a while. So, And I, I wanted to buy the comics, but I, just, I never did, and I, I didn't learn, the, oh, I, shit, I could download it online and for, for a really long time. So I never did read them. I, I, I guess I can now, you know, online. Not
1: that Fan Holes endorses or encourages anyone to illegally download any type of material online. <laughs>
6: Well, whatever uh, you do, they, they released, like, a Beast Wars, like, profile book. Whatever you do, don't touch that book. Oh, yeah, stay,
1: away, stay the fuck away from that, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. What, what, what's wrong with it?
1: It's coloring, uh, art.
6: <laughs> well, instead of, like, they took all the Japanese characters, and instead of, like, I don't know, merging them with their, like, U.S. counterparts, they made them all separate characters. So you have, like, people like Baboom... And then you have people like his, like, Japanese equivalent, Apache, and they're two different characters, but they look exactly the same. And, like, they both get in, it's really confusing.
1: And not only that, it just wasn't written very well.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah.
1: Not, not to rip on the guy, because I don't have anything against the guy at all. It was written, like, mostly coordinated by a guy named Ben Yeaves he's a really big fan of Beast Wars, and he actually has connections to Hasbro in, like, very loose senses as far as being kind of a guy they go to for, like, continuity and stuff. But mm-hmm. you could tell they kind of gave him a little bit too much rope, and he kind of hung himself with it because he, it does kind of come off fan-wanky sometimes, some of the entries, you know? Yeah. You know, ah, this guy is, has the super strength of a thousand gods, and his powers are this and this, but he <laughs> hates milkshakes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from that. But the the ascension is pretty good. It's it's the, the, ga- the gathering
6: is the first one. Yeah, the gathering and the ascension or whatever mm-hmm. it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Sadly, they didn't do any more after that. Uh, well, they kind of wrapped it up. It's basically a story within a story. The entire story kind of fits in as a side story to Beast Wars as it's going on. Then it kind of yeah, it's it's kind of interesting.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'll check it out.
1: Cool. Yeah, they got trade paperbacks for all of it. So amazon awesome. that stuff well i think we're actually getting kind of near the end of our show this week which oh, that um, was so
0: fun so nice fast
1: well we we're not quite done yet though just because we're near the end doesn't mean we're totally finished we do do something with guests and without guests depending on who we have on we always mm-hmm. like to do something we do called the awesome thing in your corner of the universe barn or unibomber style shack of the week um <laughs> Basically, go over what we like, have seen, read, heard, or just experienced that is just pretty kind of awesome. So, Paige, Alina Paige Kurabako, yes. yes. What What is your awesome thing this week?
0: So wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. So so this is like any anything that I've seen that that I I want to endorse or
1: anything. Anything.
6: About, yeah, anything. Yep. Yeah. Anything that you like this week?
0: Oh my god, I like so many things, guys. <laughs> I like everything.
6: <laughs> Lentils. <laughs> um... Well, there's no time limit so you can say them all whatever
0: well i today i went to a restaurant called frontier it's in chicago it's in wicker park wicker park ish and it's what they do is it's a restaurant that they like like animals you would find on on the prairie during you know frontier days animals you would find there like rabbit, duck, like elk, stuff like that, done in, in in like this really cool gourmet style cuisine, and it's fabulous i had I had a rabbit barbecue today. I had a rabbit with with blackberry barbecue sauce, and it was fabulous and I'm just like, blah, blah. couldn't get enough it was it was awesome. <laughs> So I I'm a, I love food. So like that was that was really great. I recently I'm I'm a big David Cross fan, and I recently read his book I Drink for a Reason, and it's it's <laughs> incredible. It's it's an incredible book. You should read it as soon as you can. It's a great book.
1: I I, I think Justin Ghost wrote
5: that, didn't you, Justin? <laughs> Actually, I'm a big David Cross fan, but I I haven't got a chance to read that yet. So, thanks yeah. for reminding me about that.
0: Yes, read it as soon as you can. It's. I mean, it. His voice translates so well to to, to uh, the page. So so you you have to pick it up. It's wonderful. Also, I also read recently Patton's Zomb- zombies Sp- spaceship werewolves or no zombie spaceship wasteland, zombie yeah. spaceship wasteland. It's fabulous. Pick it up. Pick it up whenever you can. He's wonderful. One of my favorite comedians. I also watched the behind the scenes of david cross's tour in god like 2005 or something called let america laugh and that that's that's really great i recommend you guys see that somehow so yeah i think i think that's about all i've seen recently so yeah you guys should pick those up
1: by the, by the way, you, you've, you've given Derek so much stuff to put on the like Rolodex that we have on the blog spot. <laughs> awesome. That I, All that sounds good. I, I'm now really hungry for Rabbit for some reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's throw it over to Justin. Is, is it a book this week, sir, or are you going to blow our minds with something else kind of cool? He always has the most coolest, like, off-the-kilt selection.
5: No, no book this week. I actually haven't had time to pick up a new book. I am going to blame this one on Derek, though, because after the show last week, we got to discussing Ghost Rider. And I think I said to him... Uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of the concept of Ghost Rider, but I don't remember reading very many good Ghost Rider comics, so I picked up the Marvel Essential Ghost Rider Volume 1, so I've been reading on that. I've read my way through most of the Marvel Spotlight appearances, and I think I'm on issue 7 of Ghost Rider, so I'm, I'm really enjoying those so far.
2: Dude, Dude, issue 11 – Jesus, Ghost <laughs> Rider. I've, I've,
5: I've been looking forward to that one because I was like, yeah. But, uh, yeah I, I wanted to, I guess, give the uh, character more of a chance because after I got to thinking about it, I was like, you know, I don't think I actually read a whole lot of Ghost Rider comics. So I'm just going to you know, give him the benefit of the doubt and pick up some of his older stuff. This would be the classic Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I definitely enjoy the
1: older comics the, more than the newer stuff. I uh, had to pick that up. Because I, I never really got a Ghost Rider either, so, yeah, I, I kind of see, like, something new to try out. Brian, what about you, sir? What's cool in your universe?
3: This week, again, it's a video game. Actually, the last couple weeks I've been playing quite a bit. As most people know, the PlayStation Network was down, so I ended up picking, like, MLB The Show Up, which is a baseball game. It's been really keeping me entertained while the network was down because, obviously... You know, I can play a lot of single-player games, just me and my Atlanta Braves going at it. And then also this week, L.A. Noir came out on Tuesday. And this might be kind of actually interesting for Derek and Paige being mm-hmm. actors. The big deal with this game is they have a new, like, facial capturing system that they use. It's mm-hmm. like something like 60 cameras tracking a single actor's face. So all these characters that would normally just be done by animators, it's actual actors doing it. The reason why it's so important in the game is you actually play a detective, and so you're interviewing all these crime scene witnesses and stuff like that, and you got to determine whether they're lying to you or giving you you know, the truth. So it's a very interesting game made by Rockstar, so I think a lot of people thought it was going to be basically Grand Theft Auto in L.A., but it's really not like that at all. It's a very slow-paced like, intellectual game.
5: Yeah, cool. even even as someone who's, you know, not up on new games like myself, I actually kind of stopped and, you know, I saw an ad for it at a video game store, and I was like, this looks really interesting. I could probably get into this, but I haven't heard any feedback. Like, none of my video gamer friends have picked yeah. it up yet.
6: My my roommate picked it up. I'm going to have to watch him play it a little. That does look really awesome.
3: Yeah, like, cool. the face the face is like you won't believe. It looks like a real actor in some instances. It's hard to believe you're watching a game. It's pretty cool. Huh.
1: Cool. Um, yeah, that sounds really... I think I've, I've seen commercials for it myself, I think. That's awesome. Um, hey, Mike, what about you, uh, sir? Anything cool over there in your corner?
6: Well, it's, like, it's a comic book. Big surprise. You know, I, I often rag on IDW's Transformers comics, but I I recently I got the Dark of the Moon prequel trades, Foundation and Rising Storm. They're both supposed to, like, you know, provide some background on the upcoming dark of the moon movie and they weren't too bad the you know the comics are usually the movie comics are better than the actual bay movies in most cases and this was no exception and i i actually enjoyed them quite a bit the the one titled uh, rising storm Actually, it basically was shock, Shockwave is going to be a major villain in Dark of the Moon. So Rising Storm was basically Shockwave cleaning up every character that wasn't going to be in Dark of the Moon, like just running <laughs> around and killing them. So it was actually a very enjoyable comic in, as far as, you know, killing like characters like, what's-his-face from Revenge of the Fallen, Jolt, who like showed up for one scene and then like didn't do anything or say anything. And like shockwave, <laughs> just like mows through him, and shockwave kills what's his face, the annoying guy from Revenge of the Fallen. I know that doesn't narrow it down
1: too much. <laughs> I'd like, say um, all of
6: them. <laughs> yeah, the, the, Entire the cast stupid, wiped out. Oh, uh, Galloway, the stupid security advisor or whatever, he kills him. And it, it was I, I just I just I, I like it when you like when you throw a bunch of obscure characters into a room and say, okay, someone's gonna kill all of them now. So. Yeah, but... Big,
2: big giant, mort-killing thing. Exactly,
6: yeah. But, you know, it wasn't even, like... The the writer was John Barber, who (laughs) wrote, I guess, that stupid Sector 7 miniseries that, like, you know, anyone could tell you was a bad idea. But I guess it must have been written okay, because both these comics were written, like, despite the dubious subject matter, both these comics were actually very enjoyable. So, you know, that's my
1: pick. Cool, cool. All right. Well, Derek, last but obviously not least, what's cool over there in your side of the uh, universe?
2: I'm just going to return to something I think we talked about in one of our earlier podcasts. But I've been still keeping up with Go and I still really like it. Like I'm actually looking forward to watching you know each new episode as they come out and all the guest stars they have. I guess the the I think one of the most recent episodes I watched had the, I guess now it would be people who are watching like Power Rangers Samurai or whatever, but they had like Shinkan Red and they, you know, one of the teams they morphed into was the Zoo Ranger, which for us would be like the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So it was kind of like, you know, it's just cool to see some of those characters, you know, or their, you know, those powers show up or whatever. And, and I... Kind of always look forward to every episode, so it's it's fun to see Captain Marvelous and all those guys, you know, kicking ass. The the Blue Ranger had a big showdown with his old Sensei, and it it was a cool fight, and and yeah. So anyway. That's my thing. Yeah, cool. I'll
5: totally get your back on that. That's one of the few th- shows that I actually look forward to every week watching, and the past couple episodes have been really good.
2: I actually, I,
1: I would actually like to triple that, third, if you will. That, yeah, it's a really good show. I did not think I was going to get into Sentai. I've seen a couple of things here and there, but yeah, Go Kyger is really good. I. Very impressed with it so far. Okay, well, I guess that leaves me, huh? Even though I did see Pirates of the Caribbean this week, not my awesome thing. It was a decent movie, but not going to go with that. I think I'm going to go for something a little bit I'm probably late on the draw with. I know it's kind of popular with a lot of people. But there's a YouTube, possibly on other sites, but I've been mainly watching it on YouTube, series called Why Does Kids You Know? And it's basically a sketch little comedy group. Not very big budget, but... They're really funny. They have a lot of dark humor. I myself like a lot of dark humor, and they do stuff that is questionable. Me, myself, being an avid potty mouth, they do cuss a lot, which makes me laugh because, well, sometimes I am a 12-year-old. And it's just a really entertaining show just look up WKUK on YouTube and you'll come up with a whole bunch of results. All of them, probably them for the first page. And you can also type in just White as Kids You Know. A whole bunch of episodes and all the episodes range from anywhere from just three to maybe five minutes. It's a quick view, a good little quick laugh. Totally brightened my day a couple times this week. So yeah, totally check that out this week.
3: Have you seen the Ouija board episode? No, I have
1: not. I've been, I've been slowly going through them. I, I, you're, uh, you're a fan too? Yeah,
3: that, that one's awesome. Check it out.
1: Cool, cool. Check out the Ouija board one from Brian, me and myself. I'm a big fan of the Abraham Lincoln sketch as well as the Never Song. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check those out. Well, I think that is pretty much all we have this week. Paige, I was going to give you a minute, though. You are a actress, and you do currently apply your craft, as they say. Is there anything you kind of like maybe plug, you know, let somebody know where you're at doing something right now?
0: Sure, sure. Well, if you guys are in the Chicago area this summer... I have a show coming up June 21st it's a one night only it's part of I believe it's Joe Jane it's called Joe Jane's 50 50 plays and they're 50 plays but they're all they're all only about like 10 minutes long and 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 they're they're sort of like sketchy like sketches um, but they're so. And, and um, our I'm, I'm really fortunate. Ours is really great. Like, we, we can't get through, we can't get through, like, two minutes without just cackling and just crying with laughter. It's great. I'm also in the, the Film Fest. Uh, it, it's the, it's, uh, it, it, it's called, it came from the New It is, they basically take, like, the worst movies you can think of. And they and, and, and then they do staged readings of them like they've done they do, they did Legends, that movie with Tom Cruise. They have done. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did Coyote Ugly. They've done just like tons of these terrible movies. And the one I'm in is the Kiss movie, which is Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. And it's going to be really great. <laughs> we're, we're flying people in from L.A. We've got people coming in from New York. It's going to be really something but it's one night only so check it out you can check it out at neofuturists. Uh, org, i believe for the date because i'm not sure what date is yet but i believe it'll be sometime in july july 20th ish something also i am assisting the director for a primetime show at the Neo futurarium called the ladder salt and chalk water the lad the ladder project it's going to be incredible it's Really hard to describe, but it's 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 been a year in the making. It's gonna be really great. So if you are in the Chicago area, I believe between September twenty first and October twenty second, come come see it. It's gonna be it's gonna blow your mind. It's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I would love to go. Sadly, I don't live in Chicago. No plans, but uh, I hope they go very well. Thank you. I would love to just say I appreciate you coming out here tonight, talking to us, and, and just. Give us a little bit of a different perspective on, you know, the female fans' opinion of certain things, especially your Beast War fandom. That is just awesome. Somebody's
0: thank you. so
1: excited. Yeah, it's it's thank so you. cool. To, no problem at all.
0: It's, yeah, um, this has been my pleasure. So thank you so much for having me.
1: No problem. And I think Derek and Mike and Justin and Brian would all agree that if we ever do have a completely total hater episode on Beast Machines, you will definitely be the first one we invite.
5: Yes, <laughs> yes. thank you. <laughs>
4: all right
1: guys awesome awesome Paige, thank you again we are going to go ahead and probably sign off i am tony you may know me as Chainclaw. Hey, this is brian
2: hey what's up this is derek mike maybe
1: <laughs> dreamlock he, he was close to the odin sleep it was getting close all right guys we are going to go ahead and say good night for this week we were going to see you next week and enjoy it extinction agenda may be temporarily on pause. We will have updates on our Facebook account, so keep an eye out. But next podcast will probably go back to the regular format. If not, if any changes occur, the fans will be the first to know. Until then, hold on. <laughs> Thundercats hole? <laughs> I can't believe I ate the whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>